You're listening to the Metallica Report. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Metallica Report. I'm Stefan Shirazi, editor of the band So What magazine. And I'm Renee Richardson, director of philanthropy for Metallica's foundation, all within my hands. This is your official weekly Metallica podcast. We are bringing you all the news from the band's HQ and studios deep in the heart of Northern California. Because we had so much fun with Kirk Hammett last week, we'll be hearing more from him this week on how he and Rob approach surfing. We'll also be hearing from Yuji Moore, a Space Force, All Within My Hands warrior, who's going to be telling an amazing story that involves his work for All Within My Hands in Ukraine. And we'll be checking in with Spencer Charnis of Ice Nine Kills. By the way, thanks, James, for that intro. And uh, hey, buddy, glad that Saturday went well in Phoenix. Glad your voice is unwavering in night two of the M72 Phoenix stop. And how about Suicidal Tendencies featuring Ty Trujillo stepping up and filling in for Ice Nine Kills? Oh, man, that was just great. How lucky that Suicidal Tendencies were able to step in on short notice like that. And I love the full circle stuff for Robert having his old band back on the bill with Metallica. And then for everybody at the show getting to vibe on all that father and son energy with Rob and Ty on I Saw Your Mommy. Mildly disturbing, but really, really good. All we can say is thank you to Suicidal Tendencies for joining the rescheduled date due to James's illness. <laughs> I'd have been standing on the outside watching and doing a bit of air guitar and headbanging for sure. But uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, way to make a great thing out of something that was a little inconvenience and a little wrinkle for everyone. But in true Metallica fashion, steamrolled through and delivered something a little special in the end, which is great. Uh, hey, look, while I'm here, just in case you haven't done so recently, make sure you go back and check the socials for us. Metallica and for skateboard legend Tony Hawk as they do have some cool sneak peeks at a very cool project which is close to dropping I mean if I were you I'd start paying attention to things in the next 24 hours that would be my pro tip okay Shall we go to Kirk Hammett right now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Because in our chat a couple of weeks ago, I'd asked Kirk a fairly low-key question about the surfing style he and RT have. Uh, they, they both love surfing and they both hang out a lot, right? So it seemed like the thing to ask. But, you know, Kirk being uh, the fireball of honest, unbridled energy that he is these days, his answer was just another slice of classic Kirk. Check this out. Rob has a very kind of patient sort of style when, he, when we're surfing. He'll sit there and he'll wait and wait and wait for the right wave, that wave that just looks perfect to him. Whereas I kind of like look at all the ways that come by and go, okay, here's the set. Which one am I going to get? Oh, I get this one. (laughs) So I'm a little bit more reckless in the water. I hate to say it. You know, I will, you know, if it's like 12 foot waves, I'll go, okay, let's go. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's go. You know. Bad at risk risk assessment when I'm in the water. Really bad risk assessment. Oh, I'm always pushing it. I'm always pushing it. I'm reckless about it. You know, I'm just like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, if something happens, oh well, it happens. It was it was meant to happen. You know, I'm I'm all about going out and charging, and you know, it's not really. The, the, the most sensible thing to do but I can't help myself because my enthusiasm for surfing is so great and I feel like yeah I'll take that on 
I'll take on the responsibility of maybe getting thrown in the, 10 feet in the air or getting pounded by a whole set of waves or being held under for like over a minute. I'll, I'll take that on if it means I can get a killer wave. Yeah, I am definitely a seeker. I am definitely a seeker. All right, you guys, I am excited for you to hear from Eugene Moore. We first connected with him in the fall of 2020, nearly three years to the day, actually. We were in full helping hands benefit planning mode. We were in the thick of COVID. So Metallica did the show live from HQ. We streamed it thanks to nugs.net. And that year, from the foundation's perspective, we all were working really hard to encourage fans to take action locally. We wanted people to get out there and support those in need in their own communities because as you remember, everything changed for all of us, and there were a lot of people uh, that were struggling more than others and needed more support more than ever. So Yuji reached out to us, and he sent us photos and videos of the work that he was doing with his military unit. He even offered the volunteer services of his military unit to All Within My Hands, which we declined, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the crazy thing is, and this is going to sound like a platitude, but it's a fact. I mean, I, I ran into Yuji in Arlington, and I just He's just such a stand-up guy. I mean, he's yeah. so completely together, completely enthusiastic, driven beyond belief. And and yeah, he he's a he's one impressive dude. I gotta say. Yeah, he is one of us for sure. That's I mean, that's the best way to put it. And Yuji caught that give back bug, and he's been on a mission ever since. Listen to what Yuji said when he caught up with Steph. Hey, uh, my name is uh, Yuji Moore, and I'm 23 years old. I'm currently an intelligence analyst in the United States Space Force, and. Uh, I'm just speaking to you all today about how All Within My Hands has uh, inspired me on my journey in becoming more community-minded and just giving back in general. I just got back from deployment in uh, Eastern Europe, where there's a, one of the densest populations of Ukrainian refugees. Um, again, at that time, I saw All Within My Hands donated half a million dollars for the Chefs for Ukraine initiative. And uh, again, seeing that inspiration, I got myself and my team, we had 12 uh, volunteer food drive events. We were able to get 12,000 pounds of food for that one. And that provided sustenance to roughly 20,000 Ukrainian refugees. So again, learning on a larger scale about uh, the aspect of giving back, but also I just want to say thank you in general to all to my hands and Metallica, because while I was interacting with different Ukrainian soldiers and Ukrainian refugees, there was a language barrier. But one thing that we all knew, my conversation starter was, Hey, do you like Metallica? And you know, and that's, that's something we connected on. We talked about Metallica and uh, I know you guys can't see it right now, but I have a tattoo on my forearm. This is, uh, from a Ukrainian refugee who's, um, his way of living was to provide tattoos now in his new country. And that's just one of the fondest memories. So I thank Metallica and everyone in the band. And of course, all within my hands for this inspiration. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. You could say volunteering is what fuels him. For sure. And speaking of fuel, this is a good time to share some of the voices of the Metallica fans that I've got to meet on the North American M72 tour stops. Some of these folks are people I met in the snake pit, some at the food banks volunteering, and I asked them how Metallica's music fuels them. Uh, honestly, they were one of the leading reasons why I picked up a guitar and a bass. So uh, whenever I hear their music, it just, you know, I airplay the guitar and or I play the actual guitar. And it, every time I play it, I, I just think of what notes they're hitting and how I can be as great as them one day. Oh, my gosh. I use Metallica's music to fuel all different areas of my life. I just graduated college this past December. I would study with Metallica on in the background. I play electric guitar in my free time, and they really inspire a lot of the tunes that I play when I'm working out. I mean, Metallica goes with me everywhere. They fuel me. Ah, fuel? <laughs> no pun intended, but uh, they fuel me in several ways. You know? um, if it like inspiration, if I'm going about to go into an interview or an important meeting, I usually pump up like Leper Messiah or Battery, yeah. and that gets me on. You know, that gets me into character. Like, oh, that's, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get this. And how do you use Metallica in your day to day? Like, how do you? I use them as a way to sort of cope with my anxiety. They really. They, they just really help me calm down when I'm not feeling my best. I met one of my closest friends through them, and it's because of them that I picked up guitar four months ago, and I'm now able to play 24 of their songs. I mean, it's just something to cheer you up and lift you up. It's amazing. And we love hearing from you guys. So please keep them coming via Metallica.com slash podcast. We really do enjoy hearing your voices on this podcast. Now, a quick word from our sponsor. Great experiences start with great sound. Great whiskey starts with great sound, too. We work with Myers Sound to create our black noise sonic enhancement process to reverberate against the aging barrels to release more flavor. We did all of this so Blacken would redefine the category and help you make some great experiences of your own. Blacken! Whiskey Remastered. Find it at your local retailer or blackenwhiskey.com. Let's pivot to a great place for all Metallica fans to visit, and that is the Metallica Black Box. Uh, it's a free online museum containing artifacts and installations which illustrate all aspects of Metallica's rich history. 
The latest installation revolves around the 20th anniversary of the St. Anger album. Titled 20 Years of Anger, you can wander the virtual corridors of one of the band's most talked about eras, including exclusive handwritten lyric drafts and some raw B-roll footage from documentary Some Kind of Monster uh, featuring the early Presidio sessions. Uh, Look, this album is very, very dear to me. I remember everything that happened vividly. It is, for me, one of the rawest, most visceral pieces of music uh, ever produced in hard rock and heavy metal. It's a total oral documentary of what was going on with this band at the time incredibly passionate i think that's reflected in the production which has been up for debate forever you always hear about the drum sound and so on i will say that that's part of the deal that's what you got Mm. told you everything about what was happening with this band at that time and so you got to get to the black box to check it out 20 years of anger the exhibit it's there right now and i'm telling you you could nerd out on this shit for hours you guys and just so you know, you may not know this about this, um, the installation gets refreshed from time to time. So there's always some new content showing up. And while you're there, do check out some of the other installations like the Art of Metallica, the first 40 years, and of course, the Black Album. Remember, this is free. So go to it. Visit the ultimate Metallica museum without ever leaving your home. MetallicaBlackBox.com. Now, as we've established on previous pods, M72 has some great guests along for the journey. Mm. Now we're going to switch the focus to one of them, and that's Ice Nine Kills and founding member center point of all things Ice Nine Kills, Spencer Charnas, who is one crazy, colorful character, I can tell you. With so much to see and hear, I wonder how uh, he creates pieces such as Hip to be Scared. And by the way, if you haven't heard this, you should go check it out. It's something else. It really is. Uh, it blends two classic American pop culture images. And uh, hey, Spencer, why don't you take over? In terms of what comes first for our music, whether it's lyrics or, or um, imagery or chord progressions or melodies, it, it's, it, it comes together in a different way a lot of times. But I would say... The most common way is me sitting and thinking, okay, I want to do something about American Psycho. I want it to be, and again, this is just giving you an example. Um, there's a lot of classical music in that movie. There's a lot of pop music in that movie. And there's Les Mis in that movie. You know, he makes a reference to, you know, going to see a matinee of Les Mis. So when I sat down to create the melody, those are the kind of things that I was thinking about. And then that drives the lyrics. Melody then lyrics, and then I knew that if we're doing a song about American Psycho, I want the big payoff moment, because I think you know one of the high points of that movie is that, hey, Paul. And so I knew that I wanted to build a Huey Lewis thing into something like that. So that particular part, I was like, I know what exactly what I'd want to do before I even write the first chord. And how do Ice Nine Kills translate their superbly theatrical show on that massive M72 stage? Well, here's Spencer. Well, first of all, just getting the opportunity to play in these size venues with, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time, Metallica, uh, is absolutely insane. So I wouldn't care if we were performing on a uh, porta potty. But I will say that it is probably the most interesting slash difficult thing to get used to. Um, I think we're getting pretty good at it now. Um, you know, when you go to a Metallica show, you're there to see Metallica. These are diehard fans. You know, one of the greatest bands of all time, been around for 40 years, so their fans are there to see them. So it kind of gives me an extra added little challenge to 
see, you know, how many of these people can we really draw in? Especially because, as we pointed out earlier in this interview, we're a little bit wacky. You know, we're, we're doing weird shit up there. Um, I think it's a lot of fun performing the round. There are some obstacles for our kind of stage show because a lot of it, when we do our own headlining sets, we, we depend on lighting and cues and, and not having the audience be able to see what's happening in back of us. So we do have to kind of figure out, you know, how can we pull off this gag where it looks like I'm axing someone in the head, which normally at our usual stage show, the audience can't see the bunny, the rabbit being pulled out of the hat. But here you can see from all angles. So it's been a little bit of a challenge to figure out how to acclimate our set into that circular world. But um, I think in the end, it's probably gonna just make us better performers. All right, you guys, here we are at the end of this week's podcast again. But uh, next week, we're going to have, well, it's a surprise, which relates to skateboarding. But we can tell you that James is going to be part of it, which is always fun. Yes, it is. So until then, see ya. The Metallica Report is produced by Metallica HQ, Pantheon Media, and PopCult. If you like what we're doing here, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit Metallica.com slash podcast to submit your questions, offer your thoughts, and become a part of this podcast. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.